0: Yeah. Log Talk Radio. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. few more tunes, and tonight's topic is going to be what is more important in measuring an artist's true success, his body of work or the sales and money that's made from his work. Again, the topic is going to be what is more important in describing the success of an artist, his body of work or the money that's made off sales and what which, which makes the artist a, more of a standout. Uh, this is uh, Flossie Jay-Z here broadcasting from Portland, Oregon. The Flossie Jeezy Show Worldwide, 646-595-3402. You know how I do it. I'm going to play a few more of these old hot classic tunes. It doesn't matter whether it's R&B or whether or not it's jazz or whether or not it's just some of that straight-up smooth hip-hop from back in the days. Something that going to keep your necks breaking and your feet shaking and them girls out on the dance floor shaking everything. Either way, we're going to just continue to keep it moving here, and I'm going to post a topic on the board tonight about the artist's body of work, which makes him more of a standout. What he brings to the table in his body of work, or is it the money that is made from that artist? As we go ahead and continue to roll with you. A little bit of Tupac's tour. High Till I Die. You're at the Flossy Jeezy. Show Worldwide Radio
2: Network
1: So I'm going to continue to throw these bangers at you And uh, what I want you to do If you're listening and you want to get in on the show Go ahead and uh, dial your brother man in uh, Or uh, go to the, the uh, Flossy Jeezy Show uh, Worldwide page And put your phone number in And I'll dial you And bring you into the show that way We're having a little bit of technical difficulty tonight With the uh, our team over at Blog Talk Radio Bringing guests in So we're going to go ahead and uh, you know what I'm saying? Go ahead and put your number in on my uh, website, and that's Flossy GZ Worldwide Show on Facebook, F-L-A-U-X-Y space GZ Show Worldwide. Go ahead and put your number in, and I'll be able to dial you into the show. But until I get this thing resolved, no one will be able to call in. Hopefully, they'll get that resolved sooner than later. So uh, as we do that... We're going to continue to keep the party jumping with a little bit of Wu-Tang Clan. Yes, sir, it's yours all day. This is Flossie Jeezy on the Flossie Jeezy Show Worldwide Network. Here we go.
0: Machine gun rap for all my niggas in the back Stadium packed, yeah. linebacker nigga, flash stack See through yellow lines Rock a fly jersey in the summertime, gar. Magic marker rap, bleed, benadine Relax, wrote this Coming at your crab ass, coping Snatch your ice off, chilling in the back, throw the lights off Waves, water blend Rhyme flowing, slow motion, thick snare I feel it like a snail in the ocean, what's your wish? Wanna cringle like Chris Melodic single, dark snap a nigga just like fish You fucked up, some rich niggas, you done test yo Select the wrong department and niggas Hold up your dress molest that canal chain nigga, where your vest at flex to make me want yo like the torch. we flaming niggas the that flatten all the main niggas the world George in the palm of your hand it's, million of land. it's the seed in the black woman double from
3: club
0: for like baby, love the gondolips, every day of the week, super friends wake up, deluxe gourmet beats, the night is right, I make a sweet, it's a quarter full moon, now I arrive, my swoon, well groomed, dance hall packed, full room, lady move, peep my glide, peep my zoom, keep and strive, smoke the lie, smoke the boom, fill the fumes, consume toxic tunes, hellbound. bound, BC 40 ounce typhoon, the ultraviolet violent machine, move your body touch, the totem pole, wobble off, build his guards rust, beams of light, Stop your breathing, it's hunting season Honey eyeballing down for no reason Grab a close, play post, wine and wax floors Never mind the lords, cause tonight yeah, it's yours Stop the yours. up the ramp, blast my wax in my preamp The camp't will be bad and shit'll get blast And four swaddles, hot lead propels throughout my nozzle Crack your soul like bottles, see you sipping bottles You fad, you couldn't pull one tag off my blunt You couldn't punch away out of a wet paper bag With scissors in your hand Bitch the lizard I stand close to walls, like number four the lizard And channel through solar panels, blast off like Roman channels, not banners, soft your ass like wow wild- Man, you dog, get fucked with our catalogs Put your lights out and leave your brain inside a fog It's only natural, actual facts are thrown at you The impact will blow trees back and crack statues Million dollar rap cruise full check the six shit explicit I crystallized around so you can sniff it You live this, fitted hats low, conceal the crooked eye No surprise, verbal sick up, put them high Rebel eye outlaw, split second on the drawer Blow the door off the shit like bricks to C4 It's The wall in the palm of your head 22 million of you sold know in. A land. It's yours. The yours, seed and the black woman. It's yours. Devil LP from Wu-Tang Clan. It's yours, it's yours. It's yours. 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 yours, yours. It's yours, yours. Yours. Take out my beaver, baby blue Glock. And- Seen Daughty in the garden getting ski roy We hold the belt, son, that's my word Spot a rapper, run him down Throw him out in the third Yo, check it, I think like the man behind the register Evergreen smoke in the state Ronnie Power made me stretch with third down Six to go, flash of lights Some open risen hit me off Lovely and I love him with root beer shorts Here's a tennis court for your birthday The babyface of rap, politics with side Avenging eagle crooks Rock the W with Spiegel books Then hide and chains came through And stopped your whole jooks with fire cangles Watch he trained a gang of hoes, painful like hearing the news Like when your man go, ends blow Windy at times, watch the room shake Your
4: girl, love to sit out the
0: song Now watch your water break The so world in the palm of your head so 22 million of youthful land it's so The seed so in the black woman Double so so LB from take tang wanna say goodbye Look here, time's money, let me save you some time And then your spare time, fully understand I'm a red fine huh, you know So pick a date and pick a place and we there for show Slow up the pace the a race. Larissa, there you go I'm dope, money girl, that mean I got cash to blow She love it though, she's so international Not around the way, around the world And you're with you stuck and we around you girls, but you're classy though I'm feelin' your vibe, you feelin' the high The G4 was ready to fly, is you ready to ride, let's go Can lay on the beach, you know Then hit the sheets, I'll let you play with my feet, you know? She keep it low, she's so international. Hey, I like a girl that'll roll me a beat, you know With pretty feet, cook me something to eat, you know You are not a groupie, you're international hey, You know me girl,
3: who I be girl the big well that bells out of sea world What's your name?
0: Show me I D girl You look black and a little Chinese girl Hey, Wait a minute, where you going, Shorty? Trying to sneak past me like you ain't ballin'. You look sweet like Sweet Baby. Call me, matter of fact, wasn't you on my RAM? Just playing, hey Miss Thing, hey Miss Thing, how you going, Miss May? I got tickets, let's roll to the next game. You Tina Maria and baby I'm Rick James. Excuse me, where you going, Mama? I want to change. I voted for Obama. Bring in the new, kick out the old Thomas. Let's talk while we gonna meet your
3: Wow. Hey, I like a girl that's thick in the waist, you know
0: The kind of girl that I finish a plate, you know You're not greedy, you're international. international The type of chick I like a wheel of your bike, you know Rock the mic, roll the Philly up tight, you know I like it though, she's so international Seems to me, mean you a queen to be You mean girl, but you don't mean to be Got your crown and your throne, little castle You can rest your dome and we can smoke a little You know, you get in that dough, get it and go On this cruise, I'm taking it slow You're painting your toes and it's cool Dude, with you Like a overnight celebrity, miss nothing Yo. to lose Hey, hey miss lady I heard your apple call like bonita Your accent telling me you from the east side Take off your shoes, you about five feet high I get high What about you? A jungle brother and baby I house you Your feet looking real good in them house shoes You're not a groupie, you're international Yes, sir. Let's slip to the dance floor. On and on and on and on we go. I'll dip you if you want me to. You see, I really want to get a little funk with you. Biggity
5: funk with you. A nigga want to hump you. And then...
1: Live at the Flossy G V Show worldwide. I'm gonna see if these lines are working. We were having some technical difficulties before with Blog Talk Radio, but I'm gonna go ahead and give it a shot. And we got my main man coming in on deck, Mr. Rawhide from the City of Roses, Portland, Oregon. Rawhide, how's it going tonight? <laughs> Okay, looks like we got a call from Portland, Oregon. Uh, looks like uh, Nelson King, Jr., oh, he was in for a minute, now he's gone. Okay, well, at least we know that the lines are back up to work and, and back to snuff. So, uh, you know, we're going to continue to do this thing the way we do it, uh, live here at the uh, Royal Palladium, a.k.a. G. Studios here at Morsi uh, G.V. Show Worldwide. Looks like the guest lines are back up and working again. I'm going to go ahead and send the message out. And we're going to continue to keep it going real smooth here. You know what I'm saying? With the godfather of the hood, you know, the best to ever do it, Mr. Nate D-O-double-G with Snoop Dogg. And this one is Lay Low.
0: Yo, what's Cripple late? This big Snoop Dogg. Leave your name and your number at the motherfucking beat. Just one of my homes, two-way.
2: Hey, hey,
0: Snoop, what up? This your nigga Trey. Hey man, I was thinking, I ain't said shit on your whole motherfucking album, so check it out, put this on there, all you motherfucking haters out there, can suck my motherfucking dick, and we still smoking, what? Mm -hmm. Shit. He better lay late late low. You bitch to say that I some shit up out of my dick. Now she sick. Deep like the president, see I don't go to clubs, I never chase a bitch I'm here to bang that gangsta shit to the apocalypse We call it stress, some of y'all call it chocolate Return of the top dog, it ain't no stopping it Whatever the case, I ain't trying to catch it Lay low, low, big, dope, and slang records. Unseen but well heard, do not disturb The only reason you alive is I ain't sent a word I flip faster than birds Snoop Dogg will emerge from the smoke And go low, you shouldn't provoke I bring the words from the LBC Smash motherfuckers thinking they gon' smash on me Snoop and Dre, give a fuck about what y'all say From the world's most dangerous group NWA, AA I it was no surprise I always knew these fools would
5: trip Hate, or faking, scheming on mining and on the down coffee shit. Best move cause I refuse to lose no matter which down
0: road I choose. So lay low cause you might be bruised. Top story on the news. I ain't for games. So if you
4: want to play, I'm lay low. Lay down, the floor. lay down on the floor. I'm in a rage. So if we... Do this, let me know, that's what I came for, what I came for.
0: Where that nigga who be talking shit? He don't come around no more because I fucked this bitch. I made yeah. him suck my dick while I was
2: squeezing the
0: tits. And I hit it from the back, gripped tight on him hips. She tried to make me come when I was trying to take her home. Dropped you off and see you bitching on your raggedy bronze, Cause up to in the dawn looks fag. And don't sag too hard, just show everybody you are gone. Booyaka, booyaka, we bring it straight to ya. From 22 to Lugas, the shit that shoots through you. Who you motherfuckers think the top dog bang with? The same click he came with and made the game flip. Now niggas grow their hair grow they stay and act hard. Best even though your CEO talk shit get slapped hard. The backyard is where we get our scrap on. The black car drive by do you get capped on. What's up, Kevin, it's P and Snoop. With Dre on the beat, this ain't nothing but loot. They call me Jack Cameron for all the bread I got. Or they call me Bill Clinton for all the head I got. I Hold keep shit real cause I'm all about my skrilla. The ladies tell me cause I'm a million dollar hitter. It's no limit till I D.I.E. CP3, or Rich McCallum, where I be. Well, the who be talking
2: loud and rolling his dick talking shit. He better lay slow. For the bitches that said I got some shit up out of my dick Now she sick She better lay low For the niggas who be claiming my hood And really ain't
6: for my gang Better lay low I hope he don't be thinking I'm just talking and I won't do a thing Really hope so Skills Skills Skills
2: <laughs> Microphone. It's you! the 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 the
0: rank point blank we vital spit flows whip shows, peep to recital Skills. now nah, you feel it when we drop those hot beats. stop foes killing shit we got those still, it's the music that the street loves each is now repping this with deep love still, gangstar dueling again ruling again watch as we do it again it's the true living with a youthful vengeance and i am a judge bathish your ass give you a crucial sentence you need at least 12 jewels to practice you're too enthusiastic male groupie bastard still trying to convince us some more percentage Roar. that's what you need a minister for again it's the law he got you up against the wall we the gully fuck it then it's us against y'all Mike skills tight drills like i'm michael jill like when he rifle the film, it's how i stifle the ill slide off kid and let a grown man finesse it we bold and impressive that'll i manifest shit some new product from a known team niggas know me, and you can bet they know green so here we go for your stereo And you can mm-hmm. tell that it's real When you hear me go, hear me go Still top rank, point blank, we vital mm-hmm. Spit flows, flip shows, peep, the recital Still Now, you feel it when we drop those hot Stop, folks killing shit, we got those Still It's the music that the street loves up is now reppin' this with deep love Still Gang start duelin' again, rulin' again Watch as we do it again You little suckers know better I go head up If your man left the joint in the whip Then tell him, go get it We hold it down like a holy crap Mm-hmm. Fools acting like they know me, throw me phony pounds Fuck that, I'm sitting back like an aristocrat Shell shock, she's assassin with a whole fucking list of cats Thought you was on the case, but you missed the fact You bitch talking this and that, I'ma make it simple Jack, I doubled up, or tripled that Soldiers where your pistols at, life wrong move, lose the gift of that Why they calling us the most consistent, mm-hmm. most significant, the most slick shit mm-hmm. Fulfill your need and catch a joyful rush mm-hmm. Enjoy your Dutch haters annoyed with us Oh boy, it sucks, you know the face from the club Blazing the up, with my niggas raising it up For these skills Pop, rank, point blank, we vital flow, rep rip, show, peep, the recital Skills Yeah, you feel it when we drop those hot beats. Stop, phone killing shit, we got those Skills It's the music that the street loves Boots, Thug Is now repping this with deep love gangstar Gang start dueling again Ruling again Watch as we do it again brothers are amused by other brothers' reps. Some niggas pull sex, catch others for checks. All for respect, all for the bread. For the chance of success, they might hand him his head. Remain humble, cause I know enough. Plus the road is tough, especially when you roll with us. But I'ma stay with my peace. stay in these streets. Rob spraying and I'm playing for keeps, cause I got those skills. Pop, rank, point, blank, we vital. Spit flows, whip shows, peep the recital. Skills. Now, nah, you feel it when we drop those hot beats. Stop foes killing shit, we got those skills. It's the music. That the street love keeps suck Is now repping this with deep love Still. Gangstar dueling again Ruling again Watch as we do
1: it again Still. Yeah, yeah, the man who knew how to do it IP I to my main man You know what I'm saying The godfather of getting it done for real You know, Mr. Guru You know what I'm saying Getting it in with Gangstar as usual, man One of the hottest MCs of all times and as the song says, you know, gone too soon. Well, I think we've gotten past our technical difficulties out there with the uh, phone line. Someone called in a little while ago. I heard them for a minute, and then they hung up, so it looks like we're going to be good to go on that. We're going to continue to keep this thing moving the way we've been doing it and stuff until we get a few guests to call in. You know what I'm saying? We've got a good topic on deck for tonight. You know what I'm saying? We're trying to see... Um, you know, what's more important? What makes an artist a true standout? Is it the bread that they make? Is it the sales? Or is it their body of work? I know that uh, I've had several discussions, you know, on different websites with folks, and they, you know, there's, there's there's differing deals. You know, a lot of people think, you know, the money that's made or the uh, uh, record sales and everything and the postings and stuff like that, and popularity and stuff makes the artist who he is. And of course, You know, we're all in it for the profit and to try to make some money. But a lot of artists out there, you know, they still believe that if your body of work is solid and you actually bring something to the table that people can use, some sort of redemptive factor, If you know, something that maybe tells the the young folks out there, you know, uh, I tried going this way, you know what I'm saying, you know, let's not do that, let's move on to something else or figuring out ways to elevate and keep yourself moving. You know what I'm saying? The the spectrum goes both ways. Here again, for me, um, when I think about, you know, your Notorious Bigs, your Tupac Tupac Tours, your gurus, that just went off. Some of the stuff, the way that they bought it in and and bought their game to the table showed a lot so far as, you know what I'm saying, educating, you know what I'm saying, you had your KRS-1s, you know, always forever teaching something, something that, you know, is, is not only for yourself and, the party spirit, you know, like we had a conversation yesterday in the group yesterday, there's nothing wrong with letting it rain. There's nothing wrong with having that party spirit. But every now and then it's nice to see artists that have something to bring to the table so far as, you know what I'm saying, with old school cats like myself with feel a substance in the game. And it's just nice to hear, you know, cats do that. Because like I said before, there's a lot of young folks out here that, you know, see a lot of stuff that's going on, and they try to live out some of the, you know I'm saying, more aggressive rap and stuff like that, more the gangster stuff. And, uh, you know, G's holding down in the neighborhood, no doubt. But every now and then it's nice to hear an artist, you know, go a little bit beyond themselves and say something that's redemptive that, you know, is there for the community as well as the folks that let it rain in the club. But we're going to keep things going tonight, you know what I'm saying? We don't have any guests calling in yet, but that's okay. We've got plenty of music, and I'm continuously loading some of this good stuff for your ear. We're going to slow it down a little bit with my main man, another godfather in the game, RIP, Mr. Grover Washington Jr. And this one here is East River Drive. Enjoy yourself. This is the Flossy Jeezy Show Worldwide, live and at you, calling and broadcasting from Portland, Oregon. You know what I'm saying? We're putting in work, whether we hear from folks or not. We're still here holding it down. Still have some good topics on deck. You know what I'm saying? Still waiting on a few guests to show. Uh, But like I said before, we're going to keep this music going and keep this thing rolling right along as we hit to a Grover, Washington, and East River Drive. having technical difficulties out there with the phone lines, but if you go ahead and drop your names inside the show there, what false gives you worldwide show page, we can still, you know what I'm saying, get it in or whatever. I just have to dial you into the show. But uh like I said, we're just going to keep this thing moving. You know, for me, it's it's always just a pleasure to, you know what I'm saying, bring you that either real topics or some of that real sound. That was Grover, Washington on that East River Drive, real mellow and smooth. But I don't wanna put y'all to sleep out there just just 'cause we ain't talking. I'm gonna kick it back up a little bit with a little bit of jay to Kiss something else. A little don't tell by Warren G and I'm gonna take it all the way back to my main man, Eric B and Rock him with some of that microphone fame. But uh I'm gonna go ahead and hit you with some of this jay to Kiss right now. Just listen just bear with me and let's be patient and like I said before, if you just wanna chill tonight and just listen in. That's cool, too. Always glad to have everybody on deck. Oh.
0: Definitely what they've been waiting for. You already Yeah, At least a certain percentage of the world. Uh-huh. In the uh-huh. Can I talk my shit? Talk sure that. I can. Talk cause that. Ain't nobody going to do nothing talk about this it. Shit. Talk this shit.
4: Don't miss it, man, don't miss it, Tell the way I stack my money. Something else. Nah, I ain't one of them dummies. Something else. Praise Nick 20s, the
0: way I get it in with the honey, you know I love the style on your blue forty caliber, butterfly doors on the triple black challenger, and I'm still in and out, got it so I'm spinning out, go for it. so I never have a problem in this route, don't take too much work if you can't manage that, just in case you run out of empty, use sandwich bag. You play with the hand you was dealt That's why I ride the track to it melt I just care less how you feel, how you felt I done spent niggas rent money on belts Those threesomes in the trunk, I'm fucking for the wealth In the hood, ask about me, something else you tell the way I stack my money, something else. Nah, I ain't one of them dummies, something else. I praise niggas, I'm 20, something else The way I get it in with the honey, something else still representing the block. something Some else. else, you ain't got to tell me I'm
4: hot. something Some else, I'm exactly what they're not, something Some else, high, something else, something else, I ain't even being nervous, feeling like I'm trafficking oh of diamonds, sir, my chain, African, speaking of my chain, can need to get a job, get the fuck up off my neck, stand up around. whatever that you do, look, don't get caught, that dad's get low, your ass might get polled, okay, I'm over it, let's talk about something else, I said I'm over it, I think I'm about to else, I wanna live in shade, like a am on a holiday, okay, nigga, by my day, holiday, quit to make a movie, by my doc, holiday, 365 Even holiday Another way I stack my money Ooh, Something else Nah I ain't one of them dummies Something else Praise nigga down to 20 Something else The way I get it in with the honey
0: Some else Still representing the block Some else You ain't gotta tell me I'm hot Something else I'm exactly what they now Something else ah, Something else Hey Something else I'm Something else with my take face W-W-L push that feather weight Big boy toys, of course the shoes, right See the twenty twos reflecting the moonlight Very white, my walls are concrete A couple cold words, and you ain't about birds You ain't about green, you ain't talking about me Hold up, this bitch on my call, I dig uh, tell him something else, what the nigga do to man. Hey, look at these you niggas, you can't tell like I got calves
3: Shelling some fruity, 26 inches yeah. Ain't that blood wrong? Huh? You can't hey, tell you. I got this uh, in the streets, I'm a soul survivor Tell me, have you ever met a nigga that's really survival You can tell I'm
0: addicted to the and if it ain't my claim With the honey, somehow, still representing the block. Somehow, you ain't got to tell me I'm hot. Something else, I'm exactly what they not. Something else, ah. high, yeah, something yo yeah. Any situation involving paper, I'm all in. Pull up on your block, old school, sitting on all rims still keep some simmies on deck in case I'm tested. got to do a nigga dirty, turn him to a mess quick, chest all hanging out, everybody screaming I grew up in the house with damn the A by Phoenix that don't act, why I only depend on my fucking self If I pop you when you come back, I'ma hit you with something else I'm Something else the way I come off Balls that make him run off Ripping up his back, but the strap will tear your front off Next
2: lover run through your balls He try to jump off the deep block We treat every town just like it's New York the whole game like my verses through the track Push the pen like a pack and let
0: uh, it work through the trap Get nice. your boot cut, 8 hit by spray shit. Okay. And if it ain't okay. the Ruger, something else I'm something else, some niggas like Selk y- y- d blocks next generation explains itself You y- don't wanna fuck with bully the John y- Dada y- nah. Name ring bells in the hood, a known shotter no. y- You get nada when it comes to my ricotta Press by black feet next and Prada I'm a problem for niggas, it's nothing else now, Control something to the police, I'm something else Tell the way I stack my money, something else Nah, I ain't one of them dummies, something else Trade niggas, time from 20, something else The way I get it in with the honey, something else Still representing the block. something else You ain't gotta tell me I'm hot, something else I'm exactly what they not, something else
5: La. What's that? Snoop dog What you doing? I'm serious Check your shot, Nigga finna come through there So uh will leave that back down over So nigga get in there real slow Yeah, you got a job, I got a life, you got a man, I got a wife Baby girl, baby boy, that's the way of the world It ain't got back, it can't get back You say it won't get back, shit, I hope it don't get back I'm creeping with you, sleeping with you It's getting bad on a nigga, now I'm beefing you too Meet me at the hot spot and work that skirt
0: You know the blue one, the new one Girl, you know the truth hurts Heart beating while I'm cheating, trying to catch another Bad little bitch, got a nigga caught up I'm sliding in the rag top Chevrolet Got a nigga all out of bounds in West LA I'm trying to find your granny's house. Is your ain't house? Well uh, um, you know, we sort of kinda of burn it out. You know I turn it out whenever I'm
5: in the mix. I'm creeping with my secret, and that's how I wanna keep it deep. If I hit this pussy, you gon' tell on me. When I get this pussy, tell I this pussy, you gon' tell on me. If I hit this pussy, you can't tell on me. When I get this pussy, you gon' tell on me. I pussy, tell on me. If I hit this pussy, you can't tell on me. When I get this pussy, you gon' tell on me. I met
0: this thing. Named name was Nika. She stayed in Inglewood and she knew Tamika. Tamika and Wanika was tight like gloves. I seen them Tuesday night hanging at the club. I said, what's up, Tamika Boo? What's up with you? She said, Mossberg scanners, nigga, so fuck you. Some bitches be lying, lying. Those bitches be trying, trying to get a nigga caught up. That's probably why I, I, G-Dub, we love to hit it and shake. I give it to you real, baby K. Jump in the bird, Let's swerve on the low key. Windows 10, it. cause everybody know me. You told them, Moss, she told Snoop. And now you wanna tell on me? Oh booty boo boo Whip me up on
5: game, your homie It was too much fun <clears throat> Remember what you told me If I hit this pussy you gon' tell on me tell. When I get this pussy you gon' tell on me tell. If I hit this pussy you can't tell, tell. 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 tell on me Don't tell, When I get this pussy you gon' tell on me If I hit this pussy you can't tell on me When I get this pussy you gon' tell on me Don't tell. Don't tell. Baby, I ain't with the bullshit I've been fucking you for two weeks And I
0: ain't seen no cash flow increase You've been running your mouth Telling your girls how I'm fucking you What I got in my house And things I don't do for you Better be careful cause your girls wanna come too Gave Kisha her groove back, now I'm up in you And did you tell Tamika, I was wondering why My homie baby mama blowing up my beat used a cold thing, I told you keep it on the DL And if I decide to hit again, it's at the motel Telling them brides up on my furniture and jewels Work on my table when I'm holding my clientele Damn, you didn't get the spot As pretty as you is, no more blessings for your spot But I might for the sake of my swipe Hit it like it's
5: supposed to be it If the vibe is right tonight <laughs> If I hit this pussy, you gon' tell on me When I get this pussy, you gon' tell on me Don't tell. If I hit this pussy, you gon' tell on me When I get this pussy, you gon' tell on me no If I hit this pussy, you gon' tell on me When I get this pussy,
4: you gon' tell on me Ain't no big deal
0: I did that whole wheel Now I got to keep my fucking woman from around that hope. Take a fucking love her everywhere that I go Keep her from her family cause her
5: cousin knows we say she fucking neighbor she came from Ava's time you can't come If you got to loud come. I know I got a big deal
0: Shouldn't have to a tree Next Time you act like a nigga who just did a crime Face and time. the money's in the packets on the driver's side The nigga you was with is hoping you be
5: quiet Now you face a twenty all by yourself The nigga you was with many rich as hell Even though the story is a fairy tale Act like you that nigga bitch and please don't tell If I hit this pussy you gon' tell on me When I get this pussy you gon' tell on me If I hit this pussy you can't tell on me When I get this pussy you, you gon' tell on me If I get this pussy, you can't tell on me When I get this pussy, you gon' tell on me
0: I'm a microphones instead of cones i ice cream music orientated So when hip hop was originated Fitted like pieces of puzzles Complicated Cause I grab the mic and try to say yes y'all They try to take it And say that I'm too small Cool Cause I don't get upset I kick a hole in the speaker Pull a plug Then I jet Back to the lab Without a mic to grab, so then I add all the rhymes I had, one after the other one. Then I make another one Brother, to diss the opposites and act as the brothers done. I get a craving like I fiend for nicotine, but I don't need a cigarette. Know what I mean? What I'm I mean, raging, what I mean. creeping up the stage and don't it sound amazing? Cause every rhyme is made in thought of Cuss sort of an addiction Magnetized magnetize, by mixed mixing magnetize. Vocals, vocabulary, and verses just are in The mic is a drain, though volcanoes erupting Rhymes overflowing, gradually growing. Everything is written in the code so it can coincide My thoughts to God 48 tracks, slides, unvincible, microphone, fiend rock, him. rock him. spread rock the word, for some E F F E C T A smooth operator operating correctly, but back to the problem, I gotta have it, you can't solve it, silly rabbit, the prescription is a hypertone, that's heroin, I'm for a microphone, like heroin, soon as the bass kicks, I need a fix, give me a stage and a mic and a mix, and I'll put you in a mood, or is it a state of un. Awareness, Beware, it's the reanimator. A minute re-animator. to a microphone, a weapon, or assassinator. If the people ain't stepping, you'll see a part of me that you never seen. When I'm fiendin for a microphone, I'm the microphone fiend. After 12, I'm worse than a gremlin Feed me hip-hop and I start trembling. The thrill of the is intense. intense, you're horrified. But this ain't the cinemas or tales from the dark side. By any means necessary, this is what has to be done. Make way, cause here I come. My DJ cuts for Cheerios. Cheerios. Material. A it's a must that I bust, and he might your hand to me. It's inherited; it runs in the family. I wrote the rhyme that broke the bull's back. If that don't slow him up, I carry a full pack. Now I don't wanna have to let off. You should've kept off. You didn't keep the stage warm. Step off, step ladies step and on. gentlemen. You're about to see. A pastime hobby about to be taken to the maximum I can't relax, see I'm hyper the hypochondriac Cause the rap be one hell of a an you Dope something you can't smoke more than dope you try trying to move away but you can't You broke more than cracked up You should have backed up But those that act up need to be more than smacked up Any Raffi. entertainer Raffi. I gotta talk to one-on-one And I'm the remainder So close Raffi. your eyes and hold your breath, breath. And I'ma breath. hit you with the blow of death, death. Before death. you go you remember your scenes the fiend of a microphone I'm the microphone fiend. <gi> the microphone the microphone fiend. the, mit- the, mi- the microphone fiend. the mic of the microphone, the microphone, the microphone the microphone the mic the microphone the microphone port- the microphone, the mic the, microphone the mic the sous- microphone the, the mic- the microphone fiend. The mic. The The mic. The The microphone, The mother The mic. The 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 mother mic. The The mic. The The mic. The mic.
2: Yeah, yeah,
1: Rakim banging him out hard as ever, you know what I'm saying, with that microphone theme flavor. We got a caller in the house from Portland, Oregon. We're going to see if these phone lines are working yet. We've had some technical difficulties for about the last hour or so, so let me see if I can bring this man in.
2: Rawhide,
1: you're on deck and in the building. What's going on with you? What
7: do minutes. From <laughs> how you
1: doing tonight, Flossie? Man, you don't know how glad I am to have you on, deck, Man, I didn't know what was going on. We've been having some technical difficulties with the uh, bringing people into the show and stuff tonight because of what's going on with the with the uh the lines and the technical stuff Uh with Blog Talk Radio. But uh, evidently, you know that the power of Flossy Jeezy once again overtakes the set up. <laughs> I guess we upset the setup and we're able to cover here and broadcast live. There ain't too much going down, man. How's your day going? What's on your mind? What's going on?
7: It's going pretty good, man. Uh man, just out handling business, you know what I'm saying? Beautiful day yeah. here in Portland, Oregon for the rest of the world. Y'all don't know, but we don't get many of you those, know, so when we do, uh we, we start. We start hard.
2: <laughs> you know? Yes, sir. Absolutely,
1: absolutely, man.
2: Well, hey, man, I got a I got a
1: topic going for you tonight. Something that you, that, uh, you know you're probably well versed at. Um, I guess the topic of the night tonight is um, artists, man. And my, the question of the night is, what makes an artist a standout? Is it the size of the paycheck and the and and the bling and the money that he makes, or is it his body of work that makes him? a standout artist? What are your thoughts
6: on that?
2: Oh, man.
1: You
7: know, that is a very good question and a really, really hard way to answer.
5: Um, I don't know, man. Um, It
7: it, it, it could be so many different things uh, that makes an artist stand out. Um, Sometimes it could be something as simple as their voice, not even what they're saying, but just their voice alone. Um, I think L.O. Cool J got away
2: with that a little bit. You know what
7: I'm saying? Mm. Yeah. Um, Let's <laughs> expound on that one a little bit because uh, that's, that's deep right there. Right after that, as usual, you coming deep, man. let to expound on that a little bit. Hey, man, I'm gonna give it to you straight now, like now. Um, you know uh, what's that? You know, uh, another example might be uh, somebody's showmanship. You know how they put on a show. Uh, right. which I think um let's see, who's a who's a good example of that? The Roots. The Roots Crew. Now they also have something to say, but um I've also heard that the Roots Crew, their show uh can't be touched. It is phenomenal.
1: Wow. Some live instruments uh, don't hurt their cause at all. That's like I'm quite impressed with that. That's like I'm jealous of that. Because I am truly a studio artist at, who, who who has manipulated the electronics field to the point where you know what I'm saying I was putting a bunch of those classic joints that you wanted in, in into the page where if you scroll down, I've got uh, my seventeen ways collection in there tonight trying to you know uh, get stuff pumped up and, and, and in there but um I agree with you one hundred and ten percent there are so many x factors I had a, Similar conversation yesterday on the same thing. There's so many x factors that that do it. You know, you got half the people that say it's it's you know the record sales, and that's a big deal that shows how much you know love they actually get. And then there's other more stalwart folks like the, myself and you that kind of think that a lot of it has to do with the what they say and what they bring to the table, and you know you know uh, things that uh, are tangible to the community at large, and you know you know you know uh, telling the, the young folks you know how to stay out of the the, the trips and the traps of of the man and everything. And you're right, there's a lot of X factors with that.
7: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, and and, uh, for your showmanship, uh, I think that's how Jay-Z got away with a lot of stuff. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Uh, Right. You know, not not necessarily his show, but but, uh, who he is as a person made him uh go a long way further than his music ever did. You feel what I'm saying?
2: Yes.
1: Yes. And I agree with and, and that. And it
7: shows too because and it shows too because people like that, uh, they don't just stay into music. You know what I'm saying? They they take that uh that, that aura of themselves or whatever and then uh the next thing you know, uh they're into this business and they're into that business. You know what I mean? Um, right. So, yeah, it's like his uh, personality overbears his music. Because his music, because Z's music is real simple. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, um, uh, like, this latest album, I thought uh, this latest album uh, was the best this year. Uh, I wasn't counting Kendrick's because I was listening to Kendrick's uh, album like two years ago. Um you know what I'm saying? So as far as the award show goes and all that, you know, I didn't know that uh, Kendrick was up this year. He should have been up for it because that album's been out for a while. Um, but honestly, there's nothing else really that, that uh, came out, you know, strictly last year um, that can mess with that Jay-Z album. But really, it's that guy's persona who, who, uh, who really sells that album. And I don't know, I would love to hear Uh, more opinions about that than just mine. Um, But yeah, I mean, because especially, and and here's my point about that. Um, The main things that that Jay-Z got across in that album is um, what I got and what I talk about is real. And that was real real respectful. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, yeah, he, he does have the money. He, he can say these things. You know what I'm saying? Well, a lot of cats out there, be trying to say the same stuff, but it's straight track. You know what I'm saying? And that's all his persona. You know what I'm saying? His, his, uh, his, uh, you know, personal attitude.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, if you want to talk about getting away with some stuff, I guess a lot of folks would say the same thing about, you know, little Wayne. You know, he, he his crowd, uh, from what I see that I just said before. I, I don't want to knock anybody that's got a, got a greater uh, asset bank than I do, because evidently, if you if you're up in, that, in the kind of paper that these guys are up into, they have a, a relatively uh, moderate uh, following, if not if not a phenomenal following. But my thing still is it lies in the lyrics. It still lies in the ability to, you know, have something to say and and, and, and and touch the mind in such a way where you have the opportunity to um really see what's going on, really feel what the artist is talking about, and something that I can go back later on, like for example, you got you got, you know, Jay Z rather I, I, you got um you know uh Brenda's got a baby by Tupac. You've got uh you know what I'm saying um, you know, the rebel, you know, rebel of the underground, you know, I get around. I mean, you've got, um, you know, stuff where, you know, Dear Mama, where he's talking about, you know, his moms and stuff, things that you, that that hit strong with everyone across the board that you can point to and say, okay, aha. I mean, even if you're just a hustler, things that, you know, if you're a street hustler, you know, the Ten Crack Commandments. I mean, standout stuff that you're getting educated on, the spirit of the hustle, or you're just getting, you know, educated on, you know, regular things. And a lot of times with a lot of these young artists, you know, uh, you know, there's a lot more gimmicks and stuff that's put into play. And, and, you know, popularity is judged on how many visits you make to 106 and park and, you know, different things like that. It's aesthetics, things that that, that you look at rather than the actual, what's actually being brought to the table. But then again, it's uh it all depends on what your, what your choice is. I mean, uh, what I might hear the, and say, okay, I'm not really hearing anything, someone else can listen to and, and think that it's just the greatest thing since sliced bread. So, like you said, persona is everything. You're right. I mean, uh,
7: well, I'll say this, that a lot of people can get, get away with just uh, a, a big, you know what I'm saying, persona or a big attitude. Uh, you know, their uh, their ego uh can be bigger
2: than
7: their music you know what i'm saying which uh you know i want to ask you this one uh since you brought up hot what was bigger this man's uh poetical music or his ego
1: well right now let me get the let me get the first part of that again i got the ego part what was the first part of that was this for or his ego
7: what, what um, was bigger uh, this man's poetical music, because yes, you got songs like Dear Mama, you know, um, and, uh, and 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 all these songs that just touched uh, the, the the deepest part of your heartstrings. Um, but then you have got a man with an ego that was bigger than the West Coast.
2: Well, you know which what? I think... Go ahead.
7: Which, which one was bigger? Which one was more prevalent? Uh, the man's music itself Or his ego
1: Because that gonna, ego also I'm going to uh, say his also ego also... Go ahead I'm going to say his ego Because towards the end I mean early Tupac The revolutionary Tupac The uh, More or less conscious uh, Tupac Was the Tupac that I like I still, a lot of people say You know, uh, and, and other groups say That Machiavelli uh, was, you know, his his greatest body of work. But to me, his his greatest body of work, when he knew that he was going to be possibly locked down for a minute and really had to get it in to make the money to defend himself and and really showed a lot of moxie, my favorite album is still Me Against the World, because he not only educated you on heavy in the game and how to get extra money and make it happen because a hustle is a hustle whether you're out on the street or whether you're in the studio, uh, you know, the power of the hustle the power of the hustle. But towards the end, uh-huh. when, he got, when he got into the, you know, the macabre, so to speak, of, of uh, you know what I'm saying, the, the biggie uh, Tupac war, so to speak, the East Coast, West Coast thing, I didn't feel the purestness of Tupac. I mean, a lot of people focus in on that anger factor that he showed towards the end of his life you know, and the disdain that he had for for, for, for the East Coast, although he was born in, uh, you know, New York City. Um, I mean, it, it, was, it was crazy, It was crazy, man. I didn't feel the pure clock. I think, I think I actually started to kind of fade a little bit. I mean, I, I, I liked All Eyes On Me because he was coming out. He was finally, you know, able to bust out. His, you know, some of his greatest ideas was because when you're, as Rupon as, uh, would say, when you're suspended in time, when you're locked down, you have a lot of time to think it, so you have great work then to too. But you could feel how he was, you know, you know, really reflecting on how he really didn't want to go to jail, really didn't want to go to Rikers, he really didn't want to, you know, face down that that um, that um, sexual assault thing that he had to face. He really, you know, was you know uh, reminiscing over his mom and stuff. And I thought that that album to me showed me the purest form. Of of, of Tupac and he even went into reminiscing back on the O's to it was like it was an early reflective album by him because it was like he was facing a lot of a lot of things uh, moving forward that he was going to have to deal with and to me that was the purest pop that I had heard and so I got a lot more out of that pop than I did on the later pop, where you know all the venom was coming out against people who would try to take his life and of people who eventually did take his life, and that 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 kind of removed him from being the the toxic the bread that had a baby and the and the stuff where you know he was really reflected to his community. This is where I'm at in my life, and these are the things that we should really really look at
2: and you, know, you, know? you know
7: uh and you have to mention uh you know his his music did change, you know all eyes on me was like uh. Uh, Ad after he got shot, you know what I'm saying, and uh, right. that'll definitely change your perspective and how you talk. You know, uh, that that definitely added a lot more anger uh, to his music. Although even with that, you know, uh, it was still uh, poetically beautiful uh, to him. brutal, yes, but beautiful right. nonetheless. Uh, so yeah, I mean, it, yeah, it, but but uh, the man's. Uh, I don't know. And I see, I think ego is the wrong word because I really don't think Park had too big of an ego, you know, uh, being a personal man. Now what came across in his music uh, might have been uh, different than what I'm saying, but as far as the person himself, I don't believe his ego was uh, that huge uh, persona, you know, and uh, I don't know. That, that that was a hard one for me to drop on you like that. His persona versus uh, his music is, is a tough one. Um, you know, there, there are people that uh, have the full package as well. You know, and Pop might have been one of those cats.
1: You feel me? Right. And and you could actually rephrase it, too, as what was larger, was it his persona or was it his lyrical content? Because I mean, your persona—it it speaks to the, the the your your self and your soul in its entirety, and and how you and how you affected other people. I mean, he he actually had a larger persona in a lot of ways. That was a lot right. larger than um than than um you know than 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 than, than the words that he spoke you know, on, 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 uh, on the styles that he used, because his styles, as we recognize, he had two halves of a style that he had. He had that, that educator, reflective style at first, and then like you said before, and, he, and you said it very eloquently right there. After your shot, the anger yeah. that you bring forth in, in the music, and rightfully so, because, you know, the people that, that, that attempted to take his life were people that he dealt with, probably sat down into to the table and ate with. He, he reflected how he had been there for Biggie before a lot of stuff had went down and how it seemed like Biggie kind of turned his back on him. And so there was a lot of anger there. But what, one thing that I learned in watching old Godfather movies, and I'm heavily into some of the old Mafiosa movies, and watching the Godfather trilogy is a real education, um, not only how they reflect and look at our community, but as a whole. Yeah, there's a reason why the book says don't hate your enemies. You can't think clearly when you and and the Godfather told told um told Frank once who he spoke out of turn. Frank spoke out of turn. Joseph Tatalia was not the the guy who tried to kill him when he uh, when he got out of New York. Because tatalia was as he put it was a pimp. He was a, he was a ladies' man, you know. He was a you know he ran the girls and stuff. It was mm-hmm. Barzini that tried to kill him when they flew him with the helicopter. And when he said, and he said, you know, when you have the judges in your in your, the um, Italian didn't really say too much. When he said, uh, uh, Barzini said, when you have the judges in your hand and when you have the city and the mayors and everything under your control, it's incumbent upon you as a member of our on the post Nosa to, to share that, you know what I'm saying? And you didn't share that, and he knew then that it was not the, the guy that was the pimp that was the one that was trying to kill him. It was the the, the head of the other families, the other half of the New York mob. So, so how does that relate to what we're talking about? It's the same thing. When you sit down and you bring somebody into the game, when you introduce them to, you know, all the aspects of the game, and then that person through someone else, turns against you, that was the, a lot of the anger that he reflected for the people on the East Coast who he thought had his back and held him down. So that venom completely changed his style, his revolutionary style, and it became something else. Then he started doing documentaries where he said he was going to shut down the different coasts. This is where the ego comes in at, and, and, and some of the arrogance, if you want to term it that way, where he did that Against My Own Words documentary, and he said that he, he was going to Shut down the money between the east and the west, and shut a lot of guys out. That may have actually prompted Cash to want to really come after him because he kept he put the people like like Jimmy Hinchman into the into the out there into the music on the Machiavelli album. He really touched a lot of nerves there. So I mean, it's just his anger clouded his judgment.
2: Alright.
7: Let, let me ask you this. Now, do you really think uh, Biggie has something to do with him getting shot?
1: I don't think so.
7: Like, I, really, I, really, get... I
1: really did not think so. Go ahead. Uh, I, you know I really do not think so because I think that him and Biggie were friends. I think they were right. always friends. Hell, they even showed the same zodiac sign. They were both Gemini's. They both had two sides. Two egos. They deal with a sensitive side and a side that you don't want to see. And when, mm-hmm. from what Black Great was telling me, when they met at a show in Atlanta, Source Awards or whatever, and Biggie actually got the chance to ask him what the beef was, Tupac mentioned that he was just more or less trying to make money. I think the outside sources, the people that, that were the second guys in command, is usually Diddy rolled in. Uh, rode in a vehicle with Biggie everywhere he went. This particular night, he didn't roll with him in the in, in the vehicle. I think, you know, I'm an ex-military person. If you're going to shoot that many shots into the side of a car, the other person that's in the car is not going to survive that. I think Tupac had actually mentioned that he was going to strike out and have his own um, his own group and his own, his own tree, so to speak. He was going to plant different roots. Shortly after that, hey, he comes up uh, dead. So I don't think that those the okay. Biggie anything to do with that. Not really. You you say uh Pop?
2: Yeah. going uh, don't, I to
7: don't, uh, say again. I said you said Pop
1: was going to form
2: a new group. Pop,
1: but Pop had the Outlaws. He was talking about doing work with the Wu Tang Clan, East Coast outlaws, and it actually weren't West Coast, they were East Coast uh, A family, and Pac was ready to go. There was documentaries where it showed that Pac was, at length, getting kind of used by the folks that were surrounding him and stuff, and he had he had to keep that fulfillment of doing those albums. But when he was talking about breaking away and forming his own groups and wanting to work with the Wu-Tang Clan, wanting to work with other groups, wanting to do other things, Suddenly, shortly thereafter, uh, he got kind of snuffed out. You got to remember when Tupac died, the man was worth eighty million dollars when he when he when he when he passed away, kind of like Michael Jackson. For years, the system, white folks basically, lied about Michael Jackson's wealth. They didn't tell you that Michael Jackson had an eighty eighty million dollar a year. I think it was either eighty or one hundred eighty million dollar a year deal with Sony. And that he owned more of Sony than than, uh, than than Sony did, and that he had a morals clause. With it. the Japanese, always put themselves up there as being a very moral group of people, and so they did, they had a clause that if you got caught doing anything, AKA being accused of the children, being accused of stuff, that you automatically forfeited those, those that 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 uh, that that. Um, that command over the, the company and stuff because let's face it Michael Jackson was the music and was the money during the eighties and, and and early to mid nineties uh, he he held it down for Sony so he had he had he had all the masters of the Beatles he had all the masters of uh, basically ownership of, over Sony and they kept when when he went to port and kept beating the system Illuminati if you want to call it that when he kept beating the system. They got desperate, and they, and they and basically he ends up getting, dying in, a, in an auspicious kind of way. Well, the same thing with Tupac. Tupac had 80 million bucks to his name, and if you're making a company, in this case, Death Row, all of this money, man, you're making all this. It's just my own an analysis of this. Whether it's true or not, you know, it's all circumspect anyway, but when you're making that much money, and you're talking about drawing down and drawing away Starting your own, uh, making your own moves, then there's a possibility that whoever you were making those moves with is not going to want you to leave. I mean, you think about that. Biggie was talking about doing pretty much the same thing because you know there's, there was there were spackles on, on the on the shows, you know, behind the music where Biggie was getting a little tired of the deal that he had. And and if, if you imagine both of these guys at the height of their careers when they had basically not topped out but were near the top of their game, they both just get snuffed out that way, and under weird circumstances in which both of their front men or their, their executives, so to speak, Diddy and, 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 and Knight, um, are in charge of, of everything. And they basically you know, you have to handle the pulse of so what everything that's going on with the artists. Suddenly they start having second thoughts about wanting to continue the association. They both come up dead. I just don't think that Biggie's situation was large enough to warrant him being blamed for that because, and the reason I say this is because all the times that Tupac came to New York and during the time when Biggie was the king of New York, how come no attempt was made on his life when he came home to New York if that if that was truly the case? If, if Notorious Big actually had an end for Tupac that big and that large, why not then did he not go after Tupac? He came to New York, or did any functions back east? Because he truly yeah, was at I'm that real, time working, working about,
2: uh,
7: You realize I was talking
1: about the first shooting, right? The uh, well, I, I thought I thought you were talking about you know the, the, his demise, but now that first shooting, that's a poss- that was a possibility. But I'm just saying, um,
7: so that you could, know, if he, he found that
1: Jimmy Hinchman was behind that one,
7: because. Um, The the first shooting of Pac Happened at the studio Biggie was there You know what I mean Um, But you know It it definitely wasn't wasn't Biggie Who was letting off the shots But uh, you know as far as Pac was concerned Biggie had something to do with it And knew knew that they were coming out To give And and that's why uh, You know he was so upset and, And so mad you know what I'm saying right um but to me I, you know I always wonder what what would be the uh what would be the purpose why why would uh Biggie waste the time to get him shot because at that point uh Park didn't do nothing but uh you know um make make strong on uh, the that was uh you know fight the power you know what I'm saying at that point he was nobody but public King.
1: Well, I, I I agree to 110% on that, and that's why I think that more the former than the latter, more the second shooting, and I thought that's the one that you were you were, you were asking about. Um, if, if if I went after you like and you had a beat, and I went after you and I missed that first time, who already suspected me of doing it, would you actually try to come after me a second time? Or would I come after you a second time? after I missed that first time, and it was already suspected that I was the person behind that. I don't think anybody in the world is that damn dumb. I think, however, that someone who had the same vision or, you know, because, I mean, you got to think about how many times Pop kind of threw that back into people's face they missed, and then him doing that song, uh, the, the realest uh, uh, words I ever spoke, and he, and he mentioned Jimmy Hensman. On a, on a song on that album, and he also mentioned, you know, the fact that they had, you know, how I many times people have shot and missed them and kind of laughed at people's face. You know, somebody tries to wipe me out, and I survived that, and they leave me alone, I'm going to leave that situation alone. That's just me. Now, here's where the ego comes in That where you asked the ego question earlier. If, if you keep throwing that up in people's face, and they missed, and you keep throwing that up there like that, that's going to make somebody angry, and that's going to make somebody want to do it. But, see, the same mistakes that him and Biggie made was the same mistakes that, you know, 50 had made there for a little while. When you talk crazy to so many people that you never really know truly who the enemy is, and I think that's one of the reasons why 50's music kind of fell off, because Maybe he had enough threats from enough people, especially like, you know, you're messing around with Wu Tang, you're messing around with little you know, Lauren Hill, you're saying a lot of you're saying a lot of crazy shit. And and Fox was kinda of doing a similar thing. When you have so many enemies on your back because of things that you said on, on wax that no one knows who kills you by the time it's all said and done with and you're thinking that the e- easiest target is the person who you had the biggest rivalry with. I truly don't think – and the reason I'm saying this, let's preface it by remembering that Time 50 generated a beef that never existed and then left after millions of dollars had been made off of it. So this could have actually have been a manufactured beef, but people in between who are extreme, like people in other groups, who are extreme on, 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 on doing things and, and presenting themselves in such a way – who believed in the beef, who wanted to see the beef take its hold, Jimmy Hensman, right. you know, before he went to prison, admitted that he was the one that tried to pop up that first time in New York. That being said, and him oh, coming uh, out like that, you know what I'm saying?
8: I don't think that right. it would have been
1: a serious big thing in trying to do that to him. Why, Like you said, why would he have a purpose of doing that? Right.
7: Wow. Yeah, that's crazy. And so yeah. That 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 was a lot of beef for nothing, you know what I mean? And, and it uh, mainly fell fell on Pop's uh, shoulders for that, you know what I'm saying? Blaming another man and uh, men straight up calling them out and, and calling them all sorts of names.
1: Even if you say, "I screwed your wife," or "I did this," or "I did that," mm-hmm. right? And and went through all of that. Man, Biggie had little Kim.
2: Okay,
1: he had little Kim, and he had, and he had, and I'm sure other women beyond that. And I just don't see Notorious Big being one who, you know, who was who already kind of ha- having a, a relations with Kim and, and doing his own thing already. I don't see where that would have actually been the case. And I mean, let's, let's face it, man. I just you know, it, it would be real easy for someone to jump in there and say, okay, well, Pac was messing with his girl, so that was motivation, or there's, you know, these different reasons for having motives to kill this guy and, and do all this other stuff. I think that the people that they surrounded themselves with, and there's an old saying that says that you are who you hang around with, you are what, what group you're in, you are what, you know, what people that, you know, that, hang around you and try to second guess your persona on every twist and turn. There's something to be said about, you know, who you hang around and who you deal with. And I just find it funny that all the times that this guy rode around with Big this particular night after a big party, you would be in a different truck. You mm-hmm. And I watched this the other night on, you know, because they were doing the, the uh, anniversary, so to speak, which is the 29th of April of the riots, and it's called The Uprising. VH1 is The Uprising of Hip-Hop, L.A. Riots. And, they were, and then right after that show, they did the one about about him. And the fact that this cat always, Tupac always wore a vest, and on the night that he got killed, he was not wearing a vest. That's just got scratches right. a whole lot of surface dirt, man. Yeah, man.
7: I mean, definitely a setup. I mean, the, the the writing was on the walls
1: with that. You know, it's crazy, my friends. It's, it's really crazy. I'm gonna bring Juan in. My man experienced some personal difficulty, and I want to holler at him and see make sure that he's okay because he got injured. So we're gonna bring him in real quick, and we're gonna you know update on him on what we're talking about. We're gonna run this thing. Just a moment. Sure. Six seven eight you're in the building. Juan, Mr Mr. Martinez, is that you? Yeah it is. It's
8: the one and only. <laughs>
1: well, well 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 hey, how are you doing tonight? How are you feeling?
8: Uh I'm in a lot of pain. Um but it's gonna be okay. It's gonna be a slow recovery for sure. Um, I'm actually my insurance company has me going to uh, my car insurance company, and my lawyer is gonna have me go to some physical therapy for my back. Um, so, but other than that, it's going pretty okay. Um, like I said, it 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 really hurt anyway. <laughs> um, wow! She, yeah, she the basically what happened was I was pulling into a parking lot and this lady just slammed me from the side. She hit me hard.
2: Sure.
8: So she messed up my uh she messed up my door but at the same time she also messed with my back because by the time I didn't notice it right when I got hit, but when I got up I could feel I could feel it all the way down my back and that I was in pain. I couldn't even stand yesterday. So I'm doing a lot better than uh, yesterday because at least today I'm standing. Um, but yesterday I really couldn't even stand. Wow, well, that's that's incredible, my man.
1: That's that's incredible stuff going on. I was, you know, and 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 God speak to your recovery because you know it, you know we can't do it without you, man. You you bring a lot of power and a lot of energy to the to the site and to the post and to the, and to the game over here. And, I, you know, Godspeed on you he getting healed on that. Um, we're, we're covering a, a topic tonight uh, um, so far as, as things go here, here in the group tonight where tonight's topic was what makes an artist a true standout. Is it his record sales? You know what I'm saying? The size of his check. You know what I'm saying? The, the notoriety. You know what I'm saying? The record sales. Or is it his or her body of work
8: that
1: they bring to the table? Well, the I,
8: I, me, me personally, I'd say it's the body of work. It's the quality of work that they bring to the table. Because it's much like when you think about it, if you think about it like a Thanksgiving dinner, when everyone brings something to the table. When an artist brings music to the table, when he brings a track to the table, when he brings his song to the table, People eat off of that. People feed off of that, either physically, emotionally, or sometimes even spiritually, based off of what you hit, uh, of what uh, off of what you write. And if you're writing oh, yeah. something that's powerful, that's meaningful, that holds weight in your community, in your area, or even in your country, it, it just it holds a lot more weight, as far as I'm concerned. It's more the quality of music that you bring to the table. Now, some people would argue with me and say, well, no, it's based on a record sale. Right, you can sell a whole bunch of records and not touch one person, but you can write a song that can touch the hearts of millions. Right. Perfect example of it would be Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson, there's a lot of his songs where people sit there and some people, it'll touch them so hard, or it'll hit him so hard that it'll make him cry. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Luther Vandross. Luther Vandross. He sold a lot of uh, uh, millions of albums, a millions of songs, a millions of, of, of um, albums sold. He sold a lot of stuff. But he his he's best known for his songs. If you ask somebody about what's their most memorable part about Luther Vandros, and they're going to say the song. And when you ask them what about the song, it's because it reminds them of a certain point, of a, a moment in their life, a second in their life. A lot of people who, don't, who didn't have an opportunity to grow up with their dad or whatever really get emotional when they hear Dance with My Father again. That blows them away. A lot right. of people, a lot of people, it impacts them in different ways. To me, it's the quality. I, I rather, I take quality over quantity any day. Because, like I said, you could sell, uh, you could sell to the entire, you could be a big hit, all across the country, all across the country, all across the world. But if you don't touch people with your music, you're not doing anything.
1: Absolutely. <laughs> Very good, man. Very good. <laughs> glad glad to have you in the house. Glad to have you on deck. You know, me and, me and, me and my man Rawhi, we're sitting here, kind of we going back to it, partly reshuffling the deck on on uh, you know the um, the persona of, of, of Tupac, and you know whether his persona, whether it's persona or you know styles or, or whether it is, his persona or his ego that really drove drove him, you know, uh, you know during his career. And we uh, basically surmised that, you know, it's a 50-50 split. You know, a lot of his educating, fight to power, revolutionary work was done in the first half before the shooting in New York. And, of course, what happened to him changed his, his verses and, and things that he did for the second half because people were trying to, that he trusted and, and, like, family and stuff kind of betrayed the trust by trying to get her out of there. So uh, we were, you know, we were analyzing across the board on everything so far as personas and, and just taking, you know, different folks and, you know, the fact that a lot of artists, you know, have been able to really not be so talented and, you know, the, their popularity got them through more than
8: the same. But, you know, community. like, one, and I'm glad, I'm glad that you brought up Tupac. And I'm sorry to cut you off, but I, I'm glad you brought up Tupac. Tupac is another perfect example. Tupac, he still, his his music, his poems, his words of inspiration are, have outlived his life. He died a long time ago. Most people don't even remember how he died or what the whole thing was about. But they remember his poetry. I, I actually, um, he had this book. He put out this, there was a book that was published. And it was called the, um, one of the poems was The Rose That Grew From Concrete. Right. And but a lot of people don't know that he was a poet at the same time as he was a rapper. At the same time that he was he's never really sung, he was more rapping. But his uh, he used his poetry as his rap. He used his poetry to guide his career. And he some said. some of it some of it was really, really, really uh, uh, taken well And others Wasn't taken as well But Hold that of Hold that Right there Ron I'm gonna bring
1: one more Caller in real quick And then you can finish Up that chain of thought Don't go want to interrupt you 704 You're on deck Who do we have In the building
6: Yo yeah, what's happening man This your boy Legacy Yo
1: hey, hey Legacy Welcome to the group My man Welcome in Welcome in What's because up my dude going. Hey man You know how it is We just you know you know, chewing what's left of the, of the fat around, you know what I'm saying, as we, as we start mm-hmm. to wind down. The topic tonight, of course, is being that uh, we're talking about artists, you know, and, and, and their uh, works that they're doing, and we're asking the question tonight, you know what I'm saying, what makes an artist truly a standout? Uh, is this his record sales or is it his body of work? I'm going to let you answer that in just a moment. I'm going to let Juan finish up this chain of thought here because you know, we've touched in on Pac and Biggie and everything else, the personas and everything else. Juan, go ahead and finish that up so we can let uh, Mr. Legacy go ahead and
8: uh, get us
1: off with his thoughts on the topic.
8: Well, I mean, it's just Pac was a really inspirational person. Even Biggie, really, if you want to really talk about it or look at it, Biggie was an inspirational person. They both inspired millions. They both sold millions. They both sold a whole bunch of music, but their music outlived them. Their music was bigger than the beast that they had, or the beast that was led to believe that they had, because they never really had a beast. They were always friends. Right. It was just it wasn't profitable for, the per, for some people behind the scenes for them to be friends. It was easier for them to be enemies than to be friends.
1: Just said the same thing to Rawhide. That's 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 a very good point. I'm glad that that somebody else besides me misses that time to time because a lot of folks thought that it was just you know a, a war of the roses, so to speak. What are your thoughts on this topic tonight, Legacy?
6: About the um, what makes a person a stand out?
1: Right. What makes them a true a true stand Is it the record sales? You know what I'm saying. The size of the paycheck. Or is it their body of work that makes them truly a stand up Because the thing is that a lot of folks think that record sales and popularity and stuff and what you see the aesthetics, things that you see and, 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 and that are in front of you makes the artist who he is and a lot of folks you know, who are more uh, what I consider purists in the game go more for what Juan was just saying or raw I was saying earlier about whats actually brought to the table in their work. What's you standing on
6: that. Uh, I think it's their body of work. I mean, what makes a a person stand out? When you look at the word "stand out," like you think of something different, something original, uh, you know, original, and that's what makes them stand out. Like it, it grabs people's attention just for that quick second to even generate and move those numbers that a lot of people tend to point out do you, you kind of feel where I'm coming from?
1: Exactly. Exactly.
6: I mean, you know. just because, like, okay, take, for example, most of these YouTube videos and views. Even if somebody doesn't like what's going on, it's a generated point of time that they may have looked and it'll count on that ticker that generates that, that extra attention grabber that such and such amount of people have looked at this or paid any attention to it. You get what I'm saying? And so, like, nowadays, people are tend to be followers. They they follow the next trend of what somebody else is like. It, it ain't even to the point of, like, what they just... You have that few set of people that are just stick to their guns and like what they only like, but... <laughs> the vast majority of everyone they like what someone else is like.
1: Well, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean you can go and pick up you know, I mean just name it out. Let's go back all the way back. Let's let's wind it all the way back. you know, as Brett Joe say, let's lean all the way back. Strictly from my name. Mm-hmm.
7: Right.
1: You know, you know what I'm saying? Me you know, I'm saying you know, me against the world. Uh uh, you know, apocaly you know, to apocalypse now. You can pick up that album, and there's something on any of those albums. Cause we were talking earlier about how, you know, his career had two sections and then two stages. There was the revolutionary guy, you know what I mean? the, the, you know, the guy that says, you know, uh, you know, uh, you know, uh, you, know uh, you know, this is how it's done, you know, you know, Dear Mama and stuff like that. And then after the shooting, as as as, as my man Rawhide Pro put it up. He said there was the, the A.D., kind of like, you know, B.C., before, you know, before Christ and then A.D. after death. Well, we're talking about in, in terms of after the shooting how Tupac's words and things that he had to say because he was angry about guys he trusted doing him this way because, you know, their they're, they're, they're familiar kind of, you know, uh, you know turn heels on him that first time out that it changed completely the message that he had out there. So you had – you know, persona, then you had, you know, uh, you know, uh, of two different sides, and you had, you know, different uh, ways that he was approaching the thing, but no matter what end you went on, for for me personally, the first half of what he did, did more for me about, you know, the Brenda had a baby, you know, stuff like that, you know, the the community stuff like that, that's what kind of stuck with me more than anything early, but, the the you know, sometimes anger as a, as Godfather episode once said, that it can kind of cloud your judgment or cloud how you do things and when somebody shoots you, understandably you know, you're going to change and certain part of you is going to change but there were clearly as, as him being a Gemini, being the way he was he had that sensitive side with the bring out a baby, dear mama and then the other side was the side that you didn't want to see because you made him angry and I think towards the end the persona was a little bit more. That was the way you saw it. The only part where I saw the eagle portion is when he said, "Okay, got on this this uh, documentary in my and Tupac in his own words, where he said he was going to shut the money down on one coast and not let anything happen and so he was ready for it to happen." So that's that was kind of a a portion of what his eagle was. But I think his persona was still larger. But he clearly had two different messages that, that he was, in my opinion, it's just my own opinion, that he had between, you know, pre before he got shot and what he did after that. And either way, he It, was, it,
7: was, more, tell, it, it
1: yeah. was more of an Old
7: Testament and a New Testament with Fox. <laughs> it was an AD. <laughs> right, right. You got the Old Testament and you got the New Testament. And the New Testament was after he was shot, and it was like, oh, really? That's how it's played now, you
1: know? And uh, yeah, what are your thoughts on that legacy and 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 Juan?
6: I wouldn't say it was an old a new because when you look at the aftermath, like look at if we want to talk about bodies of work, I think what you all are on is just that one era of. His music career. I mean, because when you look at the 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 entire body of everything that he puts out, that he did put out, even you know after Death and everything, those was the songs that he was actually creating while he was still living. So you know, I think what the media put out was that perception. I mean, you know, he still had to um, be the gangster rapper, I mean, even when he was doing his poetic songs, you know, or, you know, those real life songs that you know, you can just really paint a picture with his words. Like, those, follow behind that was still some kind of gangster hip-hop song. Right. I mean, you know, um, and same with Biggie, I mean, it was just all music. Granted, the songs that everybody picked out and probably caught on to were the the songs that they really went back and forth on, but I don't think it it kind of like defined a chapter in in his in the man's life where it was a new and old testament to it. I mean because you know when when you look at it, he still had other songs that still hit home that weren't released during that that era. I guess it was not you know. For, Something that will follow the script of what was catching on and making him the money.
8: Hmm. See, but a lot of people don't. What a lot of people don't realize is that that whole time frame in the industry, when they did get killed, it's really, yeah. really fishy. There's a lot of fishy things and a lot of fishy people that made money, lost money, hell. They sh- sold money if they could, but there, there's just a lot of things that were less unsaid and still are left unsaid and are not going to be talked about or publicized because it doesn't fit that criteria anymore. And, and, and like, let's see saying. I mean, some of it was... It, it should have been... I, I personally think... That most of the stuff that he made after death, or that was put out after death, because he made it well before, obviously, unless he's sitting in some island somewhere recording, um, it should have it should have been released while he was alive, because it it follows that whole concept he was working on. It just probably wasn't going to make people money like they wanted it, so they figured why give it, why do it while he's alive.
1: That's a very valid point right there because when you think about the fact that, you know, the positioning of where the right-hand men were, you know, not only financially after both icons were gone, but what happened during the events while those guys' lives were being taken, both of those right-hand men were right there. Like the next military person, I just found it wild and crazy that with that many shots being across and, and the fact that... You know, a person could survive that 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 event in Los Angeles, where you got rapid fire being shot into a door like that, and and and, and, a, and a top like that, the way Tupac had shot Garner in the back, like was almost being used as a shield. And in fact, the Biggie faced kind of a similar circumstance, although you know it was a lot more clear clear shot pattern where they were kind of aiming directly at him. It just seems funny that at the apex of their careers that's when they were cut down. Just, just, And, both, and like I said, the, the, the second-in-command was able to kind of take benefit and move on and
6: recreate and, and actually
1: keep the persona that you're saying that was laid out there pretty much the same. And then we find all this posthumous work that speaks completely different from the, the from what we saw towards the end of their lives as far as them getting their message out, whatever they're trying to say. It's just... As that's a good topic for the next discussion that we have. You know, so far we can maybe call it the, the, the aftermath impact show or something, but uh man, that's why I love having this conversation because nobody sees it the same.
8: Because my thing my thing about it is this though. Only one person only a few people are still profiting off of him and the reason why they were cut down so early in their in their prime or when they were ready and when they were just making it huge because it wasn't beneficial to that per, to those that person or those group of people anymore. And so why keep something that you're not going to use or why keep something that's not going to benefit you? It's, it's easier to take them out than it is to keep them in.
1: Well, Park was clearly talking about getting up with Wu-Tang Clan, you know, the you know, taking this outlaw group to another level. You know, he mentioned several, you know, East Coast uh, you know, uh, artists and stuff he was going to work with and stuff like that. And I'm telling you, if you ever get a chance to get a copy of that, Tupac in his own words, he spoke of all this. It's not something I'm saying. He spoke of this himself about making that expansion and making that move. And keep in mind, when he died, at the time he died, and I'm quite sure now if you put the whole value together, it would be at least half a billion dollars with all the sales and interest and stuff that goes into it. The man was worth $80 million upon upon the time of his death. then. So imagine, you know, someone benefiting from that. And, of course, the, the young lady who actually started Death Row came along and scooped all that money up and put it back in her pocket because she did not want to actually discovered and started the label. Um, I mean, it's just amazing when you look at that, you know, that the, the whole uh, thing in its entirety, truly, we can all, I guess, get a consensus that it is truly the body of work that controls the show so far as, you know, how an artist is, but, and, and the money is just kind of left literally in the balance. It's incredible. Great
2: topic.
1: <laughs> Glad y'all showing up, man. <laughs> that's how you get to all at the two-hour mark, because there's so much to, to be said, and nobody ever sees it exactly the same, and that's the beauty of discussions like this. we got about a buck and a half left for anybody who wants to call in uh six four six five five this is chiming in on ninety seconds uh six four six five nine five thirty four oh two. We'll have some uh overtime coming up here for the guys that's already on the show, and we'll open up the floor to you know whatever's on your mind and our you know what's happening, what's going on, what's going on. but we can just continue with this because this is a fairly good meal that we're having right now, so whatever you guys want to do, you know, feel free.
7: Well, I, I got a question. You know, going back to the topic. I mean, what about these other artists where their music really isn't cutting it, but they're getting so much of the fame? You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, you know, your, your, your folks like uh, Chief Keeper and stuff like that. They're they they're really not pulling it as far as creating uh, good music. You know what I'm saying? Or, or it may even be good. It's just not. You know, um, I, I I don't know. It's not that great music. But but yet and still, uh, they're 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 getting a lot of accolades for what they do.
1: Mm. It's a good question. But, uh,
8: they hey hey, hey, Raw I I think the word you were looking for is mediocre. Um right.
2: the same. Right, there go. a are saying
8: mediocreism. They they they're just making they they're just barely making money but yet they get so much fame behind it. And then half the stuff that they write doesn't make sense. How do you make money off of stuff that doesn't make sense? That's By brand. How do you make money?
6: Can I answer from yeah. an artist's point of view? Um, it's about building yeah. your brand. It's about building your brand. I mean, whenever you you hear the name Chief Keith, you expect to hear that type of song. When you hear the name Eminem, you expect to hear a certain type of song. It's about building your brand. That's how he's able to make money off what you consider mediocre. I mean, you know, look at it. He's the only only person who can make a song like that right now and still probably make a million dollars. It's about building your brand. I mean, he made his... My my, my question...
2: my my
8: question would be behind that though. If it's about building your brand, wouldn't you wanna educate people with your music instead of tear them down? Just saying. It's
6: whatever it's whatever you you choose to do. It is it, it, it's it's choice. It, that's the power of it. It's the choice of whatever you choose to talk about or wanna say and do with it. Not everybody's gonna wanna hit you on that knowledge because that's not what they were taught growing up. they Most people, the real reason why you hear those type of songs where they say, then bust it busted open in the club is because that's all they know.
2: Those were <laughs> the ones
6: who, who were, if they was sneaking out on Friday night and could get away with it, they was in the clubs. Those were the ones who were, you know, doing all the things that they, they probably talk about because that's what that, they know. And so they built the brand off of making those type of songs. I mean, you got certain artists artists that probably you and I wouldn't listen to because we don't like that type of music, but they've made a name and recognition off of being that type of artist and building the brand off of it. It it goes back into the whole central topic of what we're trying to choose between the numbers or the body of work. Mm Mm-hmm. uh, It's just like, okay, let's take it clothing because we all know a little bit. It's just like how Nike uh, presents their product versus Adidas presents their product, who they want to present their product, and how they choose to present it to Mm -hmm. it. To answer your question, Joe, why it's
2: not uh,
7: more uh, educational, uh, because... Entertainment is uh, put over education in this country, and, and that's, that's blatant, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I- entertainment is way more important than education ever will be. You know, uh, that's, uh, you know, why when when, when Pox did get with uh, Death Row, it, it wasn't about the empowerment anymore. You know, it was about, okay, well, we need you to entertain so you can make this money back that we just spent on you.
1: You feel me? And a lot of it, too, is marketeersmanship. Little Wayne, for instance, there's a lot that he puts out there that, unfortunately for me, maybe it's the generation I'm from, that I really just don't get. But he's, he's he knows if you're a master at, at placing yourself in places. I mean, this guy does Mountain Dew skateboarding competitions. I've seen him there. The guy is a regular staple on your one hundred six and part you know what other artists probably might say no, because the crowd might be too young or they might feel themselves too sophisticated for it, or he places himself you know you know the, you know, the power of the, the paint the, the very scope of how we you know look and see see everything if you are a, a superior marketeer of your own stuff, and like you said, if you're building up your own brand or whatever that is. That has a very to me that's that's almost like a seventy five twenty five. You can have very little skills and very little to say, but if you market it as the next best thing some sliced bread, and people are eating off that bread and off that sandwich, then you're going to be in the know. And you got to you know a lot of us don't. You know I don't I don't see like a Wu Tang or a lot of these cats popping up at a mountain new uh, skiing fest or skateboard deal or you know, X Games and and stuff like this, but, I mean, let's face it, we've heard it over and over again. A lot of the artists uh, that, that have music out here, because suburbia can afford it and because it's more accessible to them in a financial sense, and I mean all the gear and everything that goes along with it, a lot of those folks out there are the ones who actually drive and push it. We have the power of the downloads. We've taken a shortcut, but a lot of the, for, for example, Little Wayne's crowd, are that 17 to 27 bracket. So, I mean, and, and, and as long as kids, especially in suburbia, uh, uh, you know, are spoiled by the money and everything else, are able to have that ac- access, if you are a superior marketeer, then you own the day.
8: hmm I mean, I agree with it. I ain't, ain't nothing to disagree about.
1: Yeah. But, but I mean two. I
8: mean, you know, more power to you. I
1: mean, however you get it out there, you get it out there. But, you know, it it's good to, to discuss it, like I said, from a an artist standpoint of view, like my man just said, from a producer's standpoint of view and to those of us out there that sometimes, you know what I'm saying, stand in the corner going, Whoa, 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 they just can't figure out how in the hell did this cat get all this paper? And you see his forbes report I think you know this paper and what is it that they're doing because for whatever reason, it just, it just bypasses me how it gets done. There's so many X factors in there that, I mean, like I said, before, these are, these are, we're building on different shows now so to ask the question or use one letter of the alphabet and it's why. So, I mean, it's, 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 it's terrific, man. It's, it's terrific that we're discussing this stuff and, and getting it out and getting it in, and we have everybody's perspective, and that's that's why we do this thing so that we to try to gain some kind of understanding. But we, I guess, we can all agree on tonight's topic that your body of work is really your true uh, standout deal. And I'm telling you, it's running a close photo finish with your marketing in, in today in today's hip world. So. Oh yeah, and honestly, we haven't even brought up the part
7: uh, of marketing, really. Uh, you know, marketing <laughs> rules everything, especially when it comes to music nowadays. You know, um, that that's honestly the the answer to the uh, the chief chiefs and, and and people like that. Uh, you know, their 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 marketing does most of their work, where their music lacks. You know what I'm saying? Right.
2: Yeah. And, uh, and, it's
7: horrible, and it's a horrible thing, but I mean, what can you do when um, you know a slam dunk is more important than uh, a professor, you know, at a high school? You feel what I'm saying? And, and that person is making more money. You know what? What really can you do about that? That is that is the uh, the, the whole nature of this country where. Um, the the main focus is going to be uh, what what everybody else is focused on, not what's important, but what everybody watches. You know what I'm saying? And it can be a train wreck. But if everybody's focused on that, well, that's what they're going to market, and that's what the the media is going to focus at and portray the most
1: above all yeah.
7: else.
2: Yeah,
1: a lot of it too is perception too. Everybody's ear hears things differently, but like I said before, maybe it's because I'm so stuck in the message-driven thing because, you know, for me, and I'm quite sure everybody has their own version of who you think that your GOAT is, and maybe we'll discuss that uh, Saturday or tomorrow night or whenever you guys don't want to have another show or whatever. I might do an emergency show tomorrow night. But who, you, who your GOAT is. To me, to me, my GOAT is Kim. you know, because of, here again, persona, message you know what i'm saying it's almost like i'm sitting sometimes when he gets to talking it's almost as if i'm sitting in a classroom somewhere because he's, he's educating me on you know songs like you know waiting for the world to End, where he has two stories he has the story of the hustler guy gangster guys up there just kind of banging and kind of getting at it then he has the the other half of the story is the guy that's just kind of melodically or so methodically um you know, persevering through time and just, you know, trying to figure out ways to, to stay alive and make it happen and become, you know, a person that, you know, has, delivers the message that could be, you know, safe community or something. So, I mean, I'll, I'll post that song yep. in the group. but.
7: And and it's crazy when you talk about Rock Karam because, honestly, uh, I don't feel that Rock Karam has uh, any type of persona, really. He doesn't stay within the media. You know, um, he's he's your true uh, Jedi when it comes to this music um, because he focuses on the music. He leaves everything in the music and doesn't take it anywhere else. You know what I'm saying, as far as... uh, you know being in the in the media's eyesight or being in the limelight except for um having uh one of the best bodies of work ever you know
2: yeah uh, you know yeah. Quite,
7: quite quite different from uh, uh Tupac in that regards you know where where you had uh uh, Tupac's uh media image and uh, you know, what he did uh in the media just as loud as his music, uh, which kinda um, you know, ruined it or, or uh, you know, uh, tempered tampered it a little bit because uh because they they, they we're, you know, combating with each other Or, or, or competing with each other uh, a lot You know, especially when you get into Oh, he's in trouble with the law again Or whatever uh, That that stuff starts to over-Trump his music For people who really weren't big fans Who weren't there when, uh, you know, he was, he was uh, there for the empowerment A big difference, you know, uh, of, of the... Of the persona image when when you're dealing with uh, Rakim and and, and Tupac. True that. Which makes you think what what would have. What would we have uh, equated Or or, uh, what kind of uh, Level would we have put Tupac on If he was able To leave that part alone Where he wasn't doing movies Where he wasn't uh, You know um, Always in in the news eye And it was only His body of work Do you think uh, it would have been the same Tupac For better or worse
1: you know, I think if I think if he'd have done what he initially was doing, initially he started out in a raising on the sun, and on stage, the the uh, the rap world gave him another orifice, as it were, to operate from to get his message out there. Being that his mother was a black panther, being that you know his father and family were you know um, you know Muslims and true to Islam and stuff like that, he actually started out his his. Uh, his initial life on stage, you know, acting in probably raising in the sun is probably one of the biggest, you know, uh African American esque type uh, plays that you ever wanna see. Uh, you know, Sidney Poitier and, and, and Ruby D and, and uh my man, uh oh I can't believe I forgot this brother's name. Uh Ruby D's husband, um can't I'll think of the name. I'm kinda drifting. But long story short, they they did a a serious movie on it in Hollywood, a version, and it started out on Broadway, and Tupac was right there and right in in, in the mix, so far as as, as that's concerned. And I mean, he, he was he was evidently he was a pretty good and a original acclaimed actor. He and uh, Jada Pinkett actually went to uh, went to school together back to Juilliard, and and actually had those those good acting careers, and. That, you know, that's the whole thing. And when I got you guys online, I'm gonna ask you briefly and I ask this question a lot and, and Rawhide knows where I'm going with this. Uh with, with Ice Cube. Ice Cube and his his deal of of uh being a rapper as we know, you know, uh you know, Hood Forsana, you know, uh, you know, hardcore gangster rapper and the whole nine NWA pioneer, uh, extraordinary, exquisite extraordinaire. But he now does Movie productions and stuff he don 't do the, the Tyler Perry stuff with the dresses and all the weird stuff, but he 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 you know has his own production company. Are you to any extent selling out as an artist by or are you being an expansionist and a progressionist by going from your music into the world of of the acting portion and movie entertainment uh, source what's your thoughts on that?
7: Now, when you're talking about iced tea, iced tea is is a different kind uh, uh, cube. of
1: cube. Cube today, today was a good day. Cube.
7: Oh, cube. Okay, well, yeah, cube. I'll let cube. somebody else go with
1: this. You already know how I feel about it. Yeah. Well, well, enlighten them because there were a couple of cats that weren't on. What, what what is what is your thoughts about that? With cube, um. <laughs>
7: With Q, uh, he still does music. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. he, he still, uh, you know, and, and people can debate whether he's relevant in the music game or not, um, but the fact of the matter is, is this man still has music. He may have his, uh, his own film company that he's doing, but before that, he had his own record label, and, uh, and he's still – Still to this day True to that record label um, You know uh, uh, Regardless of anything else So um, with, with that one man it, it, It's just uh, it, 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 It's new Because you know the, the man is still here He's still dealing with music He's still a hip hop You know he's not like your um, your, your, your Will Smith Where uh, you know He's completely um, Done with the music industry, and he's all about his movies, and that's it. All about his movies and and his TV and, um, you know, uh, that type of stuff. Doesn't touch uh, the hip-hop or or the music where where he came from and what started him uh, at all. That's different than when you're talking about Cube because Cube is still making music to this day. He's still speaking his mind. Uh, He's still making empowerment music. You know what I'm saying? He's making uh, music uh, for to, to teach somebody something. You know what I'm saying? Regardless of if they're listening or not, it's out there for you to get.
6: Exactly. You know, legacy. I just think it's a part of his empire. I mean, you know, you're you adding more to the Ice Cube franchise. I would per se. Um, I mean, you know, you, you find it with not just only him. I mean, you mentioned the name Ice T. Then you you look at, I mean, then you look at the age factor. He's you getting know, up there to the point where nobody don't want to see a sixty-year-old rapper. You know, so sales is going to start to diminish. It, it's just something else he can fall back on. You, you just you see it with other actors like um, LL Cool J. Um, what's the guy from Onyx? Uh, Volcan Blue You got um Red Melfs. So you know it's just them adding on to the the list of things that they can they do and accomplishments. I mean, you know, we can't all you know. It's not a lot of people in Hollywood that can say they they put on a multi million dollar movie.
2: Well, that's the way oh, I you had. Know.
6: Seen it. Go ahead. You said what?
1: Go ahead. I, I was going to say that was that's the way I had seen it. I was in, a, in another group, and there's so much bashing that was that was going on with it. There was so much, um, you know, put down. It, it, I mean, it was just incredible that they were like, "Oh, you're so loud, you're so you saw out, you sold out, you did this, you did that." And, you know, he, he, you know, he's no longer in the game. He's not this, he's not that. And I'm thinking, look, any time you can take and expound and expand what you already have and take it to another level to where you can continue on uh, with your career and having your name being relevant and, and add on, and like you said, find more projects, become more independent, help start, even start a record label where you can get other casts into the game and, and, and juice up. Now, not necessarily like 50 trying to do for whatever he's doing, he's doing, but I'm just saying as a whole, there is nothing wrong with expansionism when it comes down to the brand that just happens to be your name. There's nothing wrong with extending, like you just put it so eloquently, extending your career and making your career something that's larger than it would have normally have been, and extending that, that, that possibility along there to do other things, and other larger and, and greater things, and, and extend, especially if you got kids. I, I, I think my, 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 my man over there, my right hand over there, Rawhide, was, was in the group with me, and he was like, hey, look, the guy is, is, is a father, and he's making kids' movies, and he has children. So it's a natural progression. To kind of want to continue to, uh, you know what I'm saying, uh, run it like that. So I mean, I mean, I mean, it's it's crazy. Hold on, Rawhide. I'm going to get you back here. I'm going to call you here in a, in a second. But but it's it's one of those kind of deals where, you know, it's it's crazy that that that, that uh, we as as, as as peeps, man, we sit up and we see, uh, cats, you know, do the extra things, and they're kind of put down for you know, doing, you know, the, 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 the extra work and doing the extra, uh, you know, going the extra mile so far as, as things go and and not, you know, either not getting the credit for it or having people, you know, uh, proclaiming them to be sold out and under the river for whatever reason. And I just think that that's crazy talk. And that's as far as I want to soapbox on that one. But my whole thing is that I just think that it's a good idea to to be able to um, you know what I'm saying be able to to extend your career because I guess that's all I'm going to say on that but you should be able to extend your career without having to be worrying about being called a sellout because that's crazy if you got kids you're going to want them to continue to eat if I had if I had ice cubes and I'd cut mine off I'd be be like Bruce Lee and End of the Dragon my hand with my real hand would be inside of a glass case somewhere and I'd stick a metal hand on there whatever hand I needed to manipulate what I needed to do, but that's just just me. Um, It looks like um, that's going to pretty much be it for tonight. Uh, You know, unless you guys want to do this tomorrow night, I'll see you again on Saturday night, and we can come up with some stuff. You guys can think of any topics or whatever, you know what I'm saying, Um, legacy, my man Juan. Um, You guys can think of anything that you want to talk about or, or expound on. Uh, for Saturday's show at at 6 o'clock Pacific time, um, 8 o'clock Central, and uh, 9 o'clock Eastern. We'll be back on here trying to do it again. And, uh, and, 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 uh, and, you know, I appreciate you, you know, uh, joining the show tonight and and helping me out and supporting the show and everything. And I love the fact that you guys aren't yes, man. You say exactly what's on your mind. And I always appreciate, guys, that just – Come in and just you know put it out there and you'll never be disrespected over here for having a perspective or an opinion that is truly your own, and that's that's what makes the world go around people that think differently and I appreciate you gentlemen for showing up tonight
8: and just to uh, just to elaborate on that before you go you know it's it's better to think out think for yourself than to have one someone think for you. Because the second you have someone for you, it takes away your creativity and it takes away your individual spirit.
1: Absolutely, you heal and get well over there. Because I know you've been you've been through the La- Ladera tar piss, and and uh, Barney Rubble ran over your foot. So I want you to I want, to, uh, <laughs> I, want I want you to heal and get well, man. Because you know we definitely need the force of who you are in the building. And legacy goes without saying. I definitely appreciate you timing in tonight. And, and given, once again, a different perspective for, for to think on. And uh, I'm I'm going to do like Rock Kim. I'm going to take bits and pieces of the show tonight and make other shows out of stuff. And anytime you get any show ideas or things that just happen to be on your mind, we we have a what's going on, what's happening section that goes on, at, you know, in any part of the show or whatever ideas you just want to discuss and get, uh you know, feedback on, this is the place to do it. Nobody will ever...
6: Give you a hard time about being original. That's what it's all about. Mm-hmm. I, I just appreciate y'all
8: having me, man. It's,
6: it's nice to get back to the discussion of hip hop. You know the the culture outside of just the music. You know, a lot of, a lot right. of cats now right. they just only want to talk about oh who got the not the hottest song, but they don't want to talk about, you know, the outside areas that, you know, that just really ain't discussed anymore.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, like I said, then there's some groups where, you know, you got to be, you know, dick Ryan, fuck boy, and all this other kind of stuff because you don't agree with somebody. No, that's not the way things work. We all have an individual voice, and I encourage. I'll say it again for the listeners out there, uh, Flossie Jeezy Show worldwide, 696, uh, me, 646-595-3402. I encourage you to call in and show the spirit that these gentlemen show tonight and getting your honest opinions out there and voicing your opinions because no one's going to tell you to be quiet and you don't know what you're talking about because, like I said, everybody's uh, ear listens to music and things differently. And everybody has a different perspective on things that's going on. And and uh, the only time we we'll, you'll hear shut them down is when uh, Chuck D is playing in the background.
2: So uh, hey, hey, but I, want, I
1: do want to say one thing. This is uh, this is nineteen. I ain't say a whole lot this time. I let I let I let I let my artist do his thing. But so I was listening, to y'all in the background. It's been a great show. I got a bunch of new people that's gonna jump on the on the call with us the next time y'all have it. Y'all want us back? I got I got my people out in Houston. I got my people out in Oregon. So we're going we to make this thing big, man. But I want to say I appreciate y'all having us, man. And, you know, we love what you guys do. Well, the broadcast is coming live from Portland, Oregon, over here in North Portland, St. John's, for all my Oregon folks out there listening in and for my folks in the hometown back there in the Shy and North Carolina. I love y'all to death. I was stationed down there for quite a few years. And I'm, you know, glad to have y'all y'all on deck, New York, uh, you know, ATL, everybody that joins in, please come in, please express. Don't be stirred, you know what I'm saying? We all family over here, and believe me, I just came out of a, out of a site where you don't get a chance to express. Over here you express, and no one's going to call you nothing but brother or sister over here. So, sisters, if y'all want to join in, y'all come on in too, because, you know, brothers always need a, you know a woman's perspective. We welcome it, we want it, and you get your respect over here and, and all you artists out there that want to get in, whoever you want to bring in here, man, no one's too young or too old because everybody's got a mind of their own, and, and it's appreciated here at the Flossy Easy Worldwide Show. So uh, God's blessings to you guys, and I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna call it at night because uh, dinner just arrived. You <laughs> ready for that? <laughs> you, know, man, I, you know, man can't live on bread alone, but I'm gonna eat plenty of bread, so. God bless you, fellas, man, and like I said, look, look for, look for, look, look for posting for tomorrow night, but if it doesn't, then I'll definitely let you know for sure, for sure, by 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 noon, uh, uh, 3 o'clock uh, Eastern, um, uh, 2 o'clock uh, uh, Central, if we have a show tomorrow night, but for sure, Saturday at 6 p.m., and it's on and crackling. late, and since you got all those extra people, I might just go ahead and throw it on tomorrow night just so that we can give everybody a chance to get their – the gears uh, oiled up and uh, tell them don't be afraid, man. We accept, we we want to know what everybody's doing, what's going on, mixtapes and all. If, you, if they want to post anything, their new works, upcoming projects, or just whatever's on their mind, or just want to post songs off YouTube that they like, whatever it is, throw it in that Flossy Jeezy show page, man. We accept everything, you know what I'm saying? We accept everything, and we respect everybody. Respect is at a premium here on, on, here on the line and on, and on the page, so... Again, God bless y'all, man. Uh, thanks for coming out and good night. Sorry, Russ, I had to borrow that.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> you fellas you take it easy, man. I'll talk to y'all uh, hopefully tomorrow night. God bless. All right. Yes. yes, sir. God bless. <laughs> Another great show with some great people. Whew. Another good one, huh? Another good one, baby. This is just why thought of spice party at the Grand Cafe would love for you to come. Blah blah blah
6: blah blah. Is that in LA? Uh
8: nothing? Yes one. You're still alive. I'm
1: still <laughs> alive. I'm
2: still,
1: <laughs> well, you know how it is, but I'm i sleep I'm sleepy alive. I'll call, call me back to, on, on, on the hotline, man, so I can holler at you.
8: All right, man.
1: All right, my family. All
8: right.